You are listening to the Mystical City of God in a Year podcast. I'm Father Edward Looney, and throughout the year, I'm reading and reflecting on the four volumes, over 2,500-page work by the Venerable Maria of Agreda. If you would like to discuss today's reading, head over to Facebook and find the group The Mystical City of God in a Year podcast. Now, let us thank God for the life of Venerable Maria. Almighty God, you will that all people know the saving power of Jesus' name. Throughout time, you have sent missionaries to your people who proclaimed the good news. We thank you for sending Sor Maria to the Humano people and planting the seeds of the gospel in their heart and in our land. She taught them the good news and prepared them for baptism. We look to her example and holy life and wish to be taught by her today. Sor Maria, teach us how to pray and meditate. Teach us how to imitate the virtues of Our Lady. Teach us the mysteries of our faith. Almighty God, stir a flame in our hearts, the same missionary fervor of Sor Maria, so we may be as emboldened as she was to proclaim the gospel of our Lord Jesus Christ, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, God, forever and ever. Amen. Today is day number 129. We are reading from volume 2, book 3, chapter 26. Paragraphs 322 to 326. Chapter 26. The demons hold a meeting in hell in order to take counsel against Most Holy Mary. 322. At the instant of the incarnation of the Word, as I said in chapter 11, Lucifer and all hell felt the power of the right arm of the Almighty, which hurled them to the deepest of the infernal caverns. There they remained overwhelmed for some days, until the Lord in his admirable providence allowed them to come forth from this captivity, the cause of which they did not know. The great dragon then arose and scoured the earth, spying everywhere for new developments to which he might attribute the route which he and all his satellites had experienced. This search, the proud prince of darkness, would not trust entirely to his companions, but he himself issued forth in their company to course about upon the globe, seeking with the most cunning malice to find what he wanted. He spent in this search three months and finally returned to hell, just as ignorant of the true cause as when he had come forth. For the great mysteries of heaven were not intelligible to him at that time, because the darkness of his malice did not permit him either to rejoice in their wonderful effects or to glorify and bless their author. This was reserved to us men, for whom redemption was inaugurated. 3.23 The enemy of God was very much confused and aggrieved without knowing how to account for it. In order to discuss the matter, he called together all the infernal hosts, without excusing or permitting a single one of the demons to be absent. In this convention, from a place of vantage, he addressed the meeting in this manner. You well know, my subjects, 
With what great anxiety I, ever since God has cast out from us his dwelling and deprived us of our might, have sought to avenge myself and try to destroy the power of the Almighty. Although I cannot do anything to injure him, I have spared no time or exertion in extending my dominion over men whom he loves. By my own strength, I have peopled my reign. Job 41.25, and many nations and tribes obey and follow me. Luke 4.6, day by day I draw toward myself innumerable souls, depriving them of the knowledge and possession of God, in order that they may not enjoy the happiness which we have lost. I ensnare them to these eternal pains which we suffer, since they will follow my teachings and guidance. On them I will wreak the vengeance which I have conceived against their creator. But all this appears of small consequence to me in the face of the sudden overthrow which we have experienced. For an attack so powerful and ruinous has not happened to us since we were hurled from heaven. I must acknowledge that as well your as my power has met a serious shock. This new and extraordinary defeat must have some new cause, and our weakness, I fear, is the beginning of our ruin. 3.24 This matter will require renewed diligence, for my fury is unquenchable, and my vengeance remains insatiable. I have scoured the whole earth, observed all its inhabitants with great care, and yet I have found nothing notable. I have watched and persecuted all the virtuous and perfect women who are of the race of her whom we saw in heaven and whom I expected to meet among them. But I find no sign of her having as yet been born, for I do not find one who possesses the marks of her who is to be the mother of the Messiah, a maiden whom I feared on account of her great virtues and whom I persecuted in the temple is already married. And therefore she cannot be the one we look for, since Isaiah says she is to be a virgin. Isaiah 7.14 Nevertheless, I fear and detest this maiden, since such a virtuous woman might give birth to the mother of the Messiah, or to some great prophet. To this hour I have not been able to overcome her in anything, and of her life I understand less than that of others. She has always valiantly resisted me, as she eludes my memory, or remembering her I cannot approach her. I have not yet been able to decide whether these difficulties in regard to her are miraculous, or arise from my forgetfulness or whatever they are, simply the consequences of the contempt in which I hold such an insignificant maiden. But I will consider this matter, for recently we could not resist the power of her command, by which we were disposed of our right to dwell in those persons from whom she drove us. This certainly requires satisfaction, and she merits my wrath solely on account of what she has shown herself to be on these occasions. I resolve to persecute her and overcome her, and do you yourselves assist me in this enterprise with all your strength and malice, and those who will distinguish themselves in this conquest shall receive great rewards at my hands. 325 
The whole infernal rabble, which had listened attentively to Lucifer, praised and approved his intentions, and they told him not to worry over this woman, for she would easily be overcome, and he should not be without his triumphs over her, since his power was so great and ruled all the world. John 14.30 Then they set about discussing the means of entrapping most holy mary supposing her to be a woman of distinguished and remarkable virtue and holiness but not the mother of the incarnate word for at that time as i have said the demons were ignorant of the hidden sacrament connected with her accordingly lucifer and his companions in malice immediately entered upon a mighty conflict with the heavenly princess thus making it possible for her to crush the head of the infernal dragon many times Genesis 3.15 Yet, though this was a great battle and one of the most remarkable conflicts of her life, she fought another one later on after the ascension of her Most Holy Son into heaven. Of this I will speak in the third part of this history. It was very remarkable because Lucifer at that time already knew her as the Mother of God. St. John speaks of it in the twelfth chapter of the Apocalypse as I will explain in its place. 3.26 In dispensing the mysteries of the Incarnation, the providence of the Most High was most admirable. And so it is even yet in the government of the Catholic Church. There is no doubt that it is befitting the strong and sweet providence of God to hide many things from the demons, which are better unknown to them, as well as because they are unworthy of knowing the sacred mysteries, for the reason given in number 318, as also because the divine power becomes more manifest in keeping the demons in subjection. But it is especially necessary that they remain in ignorance, in order that the works of God in the church and his sacraments may take their course in greater peace. Also, in order that the unmeasured wrath of the demons may be more effectively curbed by not allowing them to proceed according to their malice. Although the Almighty could always repress and restrain the devils by force, yet he proceeds in this matter according to what is most appropriate to his infinite goodness. On this account, the Lord concealed from these enemies the dignity of the Most Holy Mary and the wonderful manner of her pregnancy, as well as her virginal integrity, before and after the birth, and he concealed it still more effectively by giving her a husband. Likewise, they were uncertain of the divinity of Christ our Lord until the moment of his death. Only then they saw that they had been deceived and misled in regard to many mysteries of the redemption. Instead of inciting the Jews to inflict upon him the most cruel death, they would have sought to prevent it, and they would have tried to retard our redemption by making known to the world that Christ is the true God. Therefore, when St. Peter confessed him as such, Christ forbade him and the rest of the apostles to make it known to anybody. Matthew 16.20 Although on account of the miracles he wrought and the exorcisms which he performed, Luke 8.28, they almost began to suspect him to be the Messiah and called him son of God. Yet his majesty would not allow him yet his majesty would not allow them to publish it about. Nor did they call him so with certain conviction. 
For their suspicion subsided when they saw our Lord despised and fatigued. They could never penetrate the mystery of the Savior's humility, and their inflated pride kept them in darkness. This concludes our reading for day number 129. We have been reading from chapter 26 of volume 2, book 3, and we read paragraphs 322 to 326. The devil feels threatened by a woman. He believes that woman will be the mother of the Messiah. The devil knows that the Messiah will be born of a virgin. And so the reality of Mary being married to St. Joseph has confused him. And now he's uncertain who this woman is. But in Mary, he has recognized the virtues of her life and seeks to attack her because he perceives that possibly this woman, Mary, will usher in something great in the history of our salvation. It is interesting how God disguises the mystery of the incarnation, so much so that normal, regular, ordinary people maybe did not realize who Jesus was. We know from the visitation that St. Elizabeth knew that Zechariah knew who this infant child in Mary's womb is, but most people do not. They had not yet realized what God was doing, but slowly they will begin to realize, and slowly the evil one will as well. Just as the devil held a meeting about the Blessed Virgin in our reading today. The devil gathers all of those evil spirits and sends them to us now. He wasn't successful then, but he wants to be successful now. So be on your guard, for the devil prowls like a roaring lion, looking for someone to devour. Resist him, steadfast in your faith as you call upon the marvelous intercession of Our Lady and St. Michael. I'm Father Edward Looney, and throughout the year I'm reading and reflecting on the mystical city of God. I'm grateful you joined me today, and I hope that you'll join me again tomorrow. Until then, may God bless you, and Mary pray for you.